Welcome to the Coffee and Questions podcast. I am your host, Michelle Berman-Michael, and my mission with this podcast is simple, to help realtors and loan officers across the world tap into the value Instagram can have for them and their business. To me, organic business that comes to us is the name of the game. On this show, you're going to hear from myself, other experts across social media, and also others that are just like you selling real estate and doing loans and doing it at a high level on social media. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Coffee and Questions podcast. And I am Michelle Berman Michael, your host, CEO of Berman Media PD and founder of the Instagram Power Method. And guys, I am really freaking pumped about this because this is a very unique and very special episode to me. I've never done an episode like this, but I am actually interviewing, quote unquote, my VP of all things here at Berman Media PD, Tiffany Janowitz. I'm so excited to have her. And Tiff and I really wanted to do this episode because there has been a lot going on in the world of real estate and just in the world in general in the last 30 days, uh, maybe even longer than that. And I just feel like it's very timely for us to do an episode where we really just pour into our people and the audience that we have. Um, Tiff has a very unique role with us here, and she sees a lot of things on the back end that I think she can really speak a ton of light into. So Tiffany, I'm so excited to have you, but if you could tell my audience just a little bit about who you are, because um, I, I mean, I know who you are, but I think everybody else needs to know um, <laughs> just kind of what you do here with us, and then we'll just get rolling. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you for having me. It's fun to be doing this dynamic on our on our non-typical work morning. Um, so it's fun to be with everybody. And um, and just like Michelle said, I'm kind of her right hand man. We are left and right brain together. We just cohesively. I mean, we're powering all day, every day. So, um, so yeah, I've loved being part of the Berman media team. I'm one of our lead coaches over here and I love working with our clients privately in group settings, um, and just making all things happen. So I love it. And I also, for everybody listening to this, Tiffany and I have a very special and unique story. And I feel like this needs to be said in the beginning of this, but we do, uh, we <laughs> Tiffany started working for me at the end of December, 1st of January of 2022, end of 2021, start of 2022, but our relationship started well before that. Uh, Tiffany's wife, Mandy, and I actually competed many, many years ago, and there are lots of Facebook memories to remind us of silly things that we used to do together. Um, but Mandy, <laughs> Mandy and I have been friends for going on almost seven years at this point. Uh, she met Tiffany, they got married, and then Tiffany and I discovered that we were actually pregnant and our due dates were literally the same day, basically. Um, mind you, we then ended up having both of our boys within 24 hours of one another. So uh, not only are we on this incredible journey of creating a business and, and growing our international and you know continental United States presence, but we're also navigating momhood, uh, postpartum life, the, the postpartum mom belly, if you will. I think we're both going through that same <laughs> thing. Um, and it's so incredibly amazing to be going through this experience, not only of running a very successful company uh, with somebody that I trust with my life, but also with someone that's going through the same kind of life on the outside of it with me. So um, it's just so special. So if you guys um, didn't know that Tiffany and I, we are basically twins in all things. So really, really fun, but it's a super special bond. Yeah. Uh, not common, I think. And that's what makes it extra. Special. <laughs> uh, that's I, for sure. I'm uh, really excited about this tip because you have seen a lot on your side of what we do with people that have had 
really unique questions about what to do right now with the world of Instagram. And I think what we're going to do for this episode, for those of you guys who are here with us is we're going to actually go through and Tiffany and I made a list of some of the really common questions that we feel like we just get all the time, whether that is on sales calls, whether that's with people from our Facebook group, whether that's with people who are just in our coaching program, sending us emails, um, or even our VIP clients, which are the ones that we do everything for. Um, it's kind of this array of questions that I think if we can just do a mashup of all of them and just kind of rapid fire through how we would answer them, I think it would be a huge value for, for everybody. Um, and the first one is something that I hear personally on sales calls almost every single day, every single sales call I have this, these people say this, and it's not a bad thing, but the question is, why do I need to use Instagram if I'm a referral based agent, right? Meaning if I'm an agent who I generate all my business, just from word of mouth, um, just because I did a deal with this person's mom. So they called me because I did, I, you know, helped their mom. Right. So Tiff, what do you see on your side? And then I'm going to piggyback off of that because I think it, I think it's a a good starting point. Totally. And it's a question that I get asked um, all the time too. I think it's one that commonly we're both just like, I mean, it's daily that we get this question. Um, So I want to take it back to what we've talked about so often right now of your grassroots marketing is phasing out. And the, the biggest reason why is the ability of your reach. Right. Um, and you and I have talked about this before. Like if we needed to reach all the people that were close in contact with us, how long would that take us to call those people to physically go to their house, to really connect with them? And then when you take that step over and you look at the ability of the amount of people that you can reach through your Instagram base, I mean, that's untapped potential. The outweigh there is huge. So the benefit factor alone, um, referrals are always going to come whether, you know, and, and the referral is going to, to come from a good experience. It's going to naturally come from your connections, but the amount of referrals that we can generate through Instagram and the connective piece, I mean, that's just tenfold. So go ahead with your thoughts there. Oh yeah. I'm going to, hundred percent piggyback off this because I was actually on someone else's podcast recently and said this exact thing that you were kind of referencing, which is that if I had to go meet a hundred people, right. A hundred influential people in my sphere, if you will. Right. And there are lots of people that I would love to get on a plane with or go to go see right now that are people who are either, um, you know, people that I would network with people that would help me grow my business more than they already have. Um, people who are already clients of ours, uh, people who are referral partners of ours, um, people whose podcasts I've been on, like you make a list of a hundred people that us as a team should be going and and shaking hands with, if you will. And we're just going to call it a hundred people. If I was on a plane to go see all 100 of those people, and I saw one person per week, that would take me a hundred weeks, right? So how many years is that? That's almost two years worth of playing. Right. And then not to mention the fact that there's going to be weeks that I can't get on a plane, right? I'm, I am a mom. So there's things that are going to slow that progression down. Um, so absolutely. if I can talk, if I have to go see a hundred of the most important people to me and to my career and to my company, that would take me, I'm going to round up to three years to execute. But what I can do on Instagram is I can talk to all 100 of those in the same single week, thanks to my feed, real stories, highlights, all the things that we're going to talk about. So being a referral-based agent, I think is something that's so incredible to be able to say. And, and Tiff, you and I get referrals 
constantly. Right. And it's the biggest compliment, Absolutely, no better compliment than that. But the reality is being a referral based agent. And this was the other piggyback point being a referral based agent doesn't give us the excuse of not having marketing or not having a presence. And here's why, right? Because I could refer somebody to somebody else all day, every day. But if I say, let's pretend it's you, right? So Tiff, I say, Hey, you you need to go talk to this person to go do X, Y, Z, or Hey, go look at this lash artist that I use uh, or go use her. And you go on her Instagram and she's got no content or it's really crap content. You Google her and you can't find her. You're going to be like, Michelle, why would I use this person? I have no idea who she 100%. is. 100%. There's nothing to cre- like to create credibility there. Um, so yep. case or case in point, excuse me, I may be using her, but because you can't go do your own research to validate or create, um, kind of, uh, affirmation that she's a good choice for you. You're out. You're going to go use somebody else. Totally. Absolutely. Um, and, and that was, that was a case, or I mean, that was a point that was just coming to my mind too, is like, I mean, it's your sources. It's your, when you have a referral, that's exactly what it is. You're going to build your own opinion first, and then you're going to have the business, right? So, um, so I think that that's a good, uh, a good leeway of like, when we're talking about our social presence, a very common question that you and I also get asked all the time is why Instagram? Why yeah. Instagram over all of these other social media platforms that are out there? There's TikTok. There's, you know, I mean, there's YouTube. There's, I mean, the list goes on. So why Instagram? Yeah, this is like gotta be one of my favorite questions because <laughs> I have been saying, I have been saying Instagram, Instagram, Instagram since 2014. And a lot of people thought I was batshit. You know what? When I said that mm-hmm. and I, to this very day, I, and I, I swear by it. I absolutely swear by it. And I stand behind it a hundred thousand percent. And here's the, here's the reason. Um, and I also want to, before I get into that, say that I truly believe and mark my words that Instagram will transcend any trend. Um, and it will definitely transcend time. And if you create content that matters and you, and you do things the way that we teach them, um, your content will outlast any up and down that goes on in the market or any, uh, recession that we may or may not get or go through, um, which there will be more, like, let's be honest, right. There's going to be more recessions over there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so why Instagram, here's the reason for me. And and I'm super excited to hear your flip side of it too. But for me, Instagram is the all in one. It is all things in one place. And it is an account that allows us to repurpose anything that we make for it to go anywhere else. Right. So here's what I mean by, by that. So Instagram is six platforms in one, theoretically. So we can talk about this all. We'll break it all down. So your stories right on Instagram are Snapchat. It is what Snapchat used to be, um, where it was this instant thing and then it would go away now on stories and on Instagram, we all know that they last for 24 hours and then they disappear. Um, so it has the same vibe as Snapchat, but the key is that it allows people to get into the behind the scenes of who we are, what we like to do during our normal day to day. And it really creates that, like, I like you. And I feel like I know you kind of feeling and allows people to hear your voice, see your mannerisms, just get to know your personality. And it's really special. It's a, it's a very off the cuff space. So highlight yeah, it, it creates that relatable piece. Absolutely. Absolutely. So stories is Snapchat, right? So there's number one, number two is your highlights, right? So your highlights on Instagram is your website. Gone are the days of having to spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on building these super fancy schmancy websites, because guess what? 
people don't go to them. <laughs> right. Um, so mm-hmm. your highlights, <laughs> your highlights, think of them as like the tabs on your website, right? So that's what you and I teach our people. And we say, this is your barrier of entry. This is where people are going to go down the rabbit hole of who are you. And if you create highlights that allow people to feel connected to you on the personal side, along with the business side, it creates that lifelong content that's going to stay there forever. Um, so that's platform number two or part number two to Instagram. Um, part number three, we obviously have reels. These are the new things. So that is the equivalent of TikTok. There's nothing more to say about that. Um, number four is what we call kind of like the guides aspect of Instagram. And we don't use them a ton, but they, they certainly exist. And they're certainly a big part of what people are doing now. Um, but I would say guides is LinkedIn, right? So this is your more blog style content. This is more your long form kind of article based content. So there's your LinkedIn version on Instagram, right? Your feed as a whole, um, is what I would say is the equivalent of Facebook, right? But the difference is that it is the personal visual aspect combined with the connective piece of your caption. Whereas Facebook, I feel like a lot of times it's a lot harder to get to that true personal side of somebody. Um, and then, you know, you keep going down the rabbit hole and I don't need to go spend any more time on that. But the the point of it is that Instagram is everything that you need on all of the different platforms in one space. It's a great place to repurpose YouTube content. It's a great place to create, um, your long 10 form or long form video for YouTube. That's 10 minutes. And then chop that into five different pieces. And then guess what? You got five reels, right? So it just allows bring everything to one place instead of feeling like you have to make different content for every single platform. Totally. And I think what you said at the very beginning of that is something that I think needs to just be pointed out again, is it truly transcends time. I mean, I got my first Instagram account in 2012. I mean, we're talking 10 years, a decade. And then I want you guys to think about the platforms that we all, that we just laid out there that have come in and out in that decade that Instagram has held steady and it's not going anywhere. Right. Absolutely. I mean, look at, look at clubhouse, for example, right. Clubhouse was this massive, huge thing that during the pandemic came out and it was like rapid fire. All of a sudden there were days and I was pregnant when this was a big deal. Uh, We both were obviously. Um, But (laughs) the thing with clubhouse was that it was this really hot thing because we were all stuck behind or, but you know, in our four walls of our house, we weren't going out to the gym. We weren't going and doing things that we were used to doing. So we didn't have mm-hmm. a lot of that. So clubhouse came out as this walkie talkie, basically app where you could hear people's voices, but you couldn't see them. So you could interact with people 24 seven on this app. And I actually had moments of like FOMO where I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm not in a clubhouse room. Like I'm missing out because it became this like firestorm of everybody needs to be on clubhouse. Um, and I just, stayed really steady. I would get on the clubhouse room like once or twice a week total because I had other things to do, like, you know, have to worry about having and growing a baby and also being a wife and and running a company and doing all the things. Um, so I, I time blocked it, but is anybody talking about clubhouse anymore? Like, I don't even, I haven't had the app on my phone since I think like a month after Knox was even born. So to your Uh point, Tiff, right? Like, Look at all of the different apps that have come and go, come and go, come and go over the span of 2012 to today in 2022. Right. Yeah. So much can change in a decade. So much is going to change in the next decade. And I don't believe that Instagram is going anywhere. I'm fully with you on there. 
me either. Yeah. And I, I think that it's one of those platforms that will always be in line with what's coming. I think Instagram and, and the creators of Instagram and the people that are really behind it um, have done an incredible job at staying really relevant, but not being trendy all the time. Right. So we, we're not worried mm-hmm. so much about being viral 24 seven. We're worried about creating great content that really matters. Um, and of course, yeah, with purpose, there's nothing wrong with going viral. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but it's just one of those things that's not Instagram and the founders of Instagram and the people who have really created the platform, I feel like have done a really good job at putting an emphasis on what matters more than the vanity metric side of things. So, um, I do want to transition just a little bit because I want to keep the questions running here. So one of the questions, the two that kind of piggyback, and then we're going to keep one for the end. Um, but the one that I really want to talk into, and you hear this so much on the VIP program side is that when people are transitioning into that program with us, they say, you know, I've been posting on Instagram all the time and I feel like I've been really consistent and I'm just not getting anything out of it. And I really don't know why. Um, yeah. Question I'm asked on the, on the daily again, these are just, these are so relevant you guys. And that's obviously why we're bringing them to the table. Um, but the biggest piece that I would, that I immediately turn around and ask my clients when they say that is what are you doing to engage with your audience? What are you doing to go out and engage every single day with the target audience, with the people that are already in front of you, paint that picture of what that looks like to me. And half the time I get this, um, nothing or like, well, I like back or I comment back on people that are commenting on mine. So what are you doing to get the exposure out there of the content that you're producing? You can produce amazing content all day long, but if you're not getting the reach that you're capable of, then you're wasting a lot of content and you're wasting a lot of time because nobody is seeing it. So, um, so I think that the engagement piece of things, I mean, that is, that is just as important, if not more important than the content that you're producing. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, a thousand percent. I was just going to say that exact thing that the content you produce there is, is very important. And I'm not going to sit here and say that it's not something that we spend a ton of time on with our clients and that we really focus on creating super high value content. But more importantly than that is what you were talking about which is the engagement side, right? So I always say the same thing. I'm like, okay, so if you haven't generated any business off of Instagram, let's ask two questions. Number one, are you doing 45 comments and 20 story replies every single day? People, I know you guys can't see us on this because we're, this is a podcast episode, but if you could see me and Tiff's face, you'd probably laugh. But a lot of times what they say is nothing. Like quite literally, I do nothing. I do none of that. Um, Or they'll just give me this blank stare of like, what? I didn't know I was supposed yeah, to. Yeah. You, you say the word 45 and you just got deer in the headlights. Like, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. And then they, and then they say, well, uh, you know, I've, I've hired a social media company. They, they do some engagement for me, but I'm not really sure what engagement they're doing, um, or, you know, what the value of it is. And so that leads me to point number two, which is what are your analytics look like? Right. Are you tracking mm-hmm. your metrics? Do you see them? Um, and just this morning, right. I sent a screenshot to one of our clients to show them the 30 day overview, right? So from the previous 30 days to the current 30 days. And I mean, these are some seriously good numbers, but if all of you guys looked at your own analytics and you looked at your 30 day overview from last month to this month, what do those numbers look like? Right. And those are direct reflections of, are you doing engagement? Are you spending time creating content or sorry, creating conversation around your content 
Um, and if you're not tracking your metrics, which a lot of people think is irrelevant on Instagram, which I completely disagree with. Um, but if you're not tracking your metrics and you're not actively focused on creating 45 comments, 20 story replies. And again, that's just a metric that we use, but creating that daily touch points with all of the people that might be relevant to you to actually generate business from the company you've hired to help you do it. First off is doing you a disservice. Secondly, they are completely missing the entire point of the platform, right? Because Instagram is a messaging application. It is a visual sharing platform that allows us to create virtual handshakes is what I call them, but in the form of DM messages where we're going back and forth, having a really powerful conversation. Absolutely. I was just talking to a a client the other day that, um, that was expressing this exact thing that he was saying, like, well, I've been using a, um, a company that's been doing my engagement for me, but the leads that they're bringing in half the time, they're the wrong leads. So yes, they may be getting people in front of him, but they're not the right people. They're not his target audience. So he's saying, well, like eight of the 10 people that I'm getting to talk to either don't qualify for what I have to offer and what I can bring to the table, or they're just not fitting the bill. And so he's paying for exactly what you just said, this engagement that is all for naught. Whereas you need to be doing this yourself and you need to be, you need to be the one that's seeking out the people. And, um, and the way that we go about our engagement, I truly believe is so unique and that's why it's so successful. That's why we stand behind it so strongly. Yeah. And that's why, you know, we have literally an entire division of for media PD that does that because (laughs) um, engagement is so often overlooked and, I will tell anybody who's listening to this and anybody who you and I, I'm sure talk to, and we will continue to say this, that if you are not doing engagement on your own, right, you are not taking the time to actually go out and do likes and comments and story replies. Don't question when someone says, I, this is what it costs to do that. Right. That's another piece to this, because if somebody, if every person spent the time that it takes to actively go in and do that, they would fully understand that it is a full-time job. I mean, guys, I have two full-time employees that are paid to do just that one thing for our clients because it is that important, right? So it's not this like, oh, I have a girl that sits at the front desk that is like a, a, a does it on the side and she does it like a couple of days a week. And I think she does some sort like that just is not going to cut it if you want to use Instagram to actually generate business. So um, that kind of leads into this next point because those two tie perfectly in together, but a lot of times people will say, I've hired someone to help me do my content. I've hired somebody to help me do my branding. And if you look at my Instagram, it's, it's absolutely gorgeous. Like I love it. I love all the content that they put out as far as the style and the colors and all of that, but it's still not resonating and I'm still not getting business. Uh, and I actually had a conversation with a now course student, um, from Canada, actually, ironically. Um, but she said that exact thing to me. She's like, Michelle, if you look at my Instagram, like, I love it. Like the coloring, the branding, all the templates that they made, like they look so good. And the first thing I saw and I said to her was it's almost overbranded. First off, that was the first thing. The second thing was that literally every single post she was putting out had this branded template that was obviously, or clearly made in Canva. Um, but a lot of it had stock images in the background. A lot of it was like almost too, real estate, real estate, real estate, real estate. And I'm just like, okay, it's pretty for sure. No question about that. I'm not discounting this person's graphic design skills, 
but I'm asking the question of like, who the heck is the person behind this account that I'm supposed to be hiring, you know? (laughs) Oh yeah. And it goes back into that connective piece. Um, And this is just something that you and I were talking about yesterday of finding that balance of, you know, when we write that content, the content that you write is not for you. It's for your target audience. So we challenge people to take us, you know, take a step into the shoes of your target audience. What does your grid look like in the point of view of your target audience? Does it look like a brochure? Like you're just explaining and am I going to toss it to the wayside or on the flip side, do I even know that I want a business account? There's definitely a happy medium of the two, but if we're total brochure, like, and we're not showcasing who is behind the brochure, I can guarantee you that person is going to just head on to the next person because there's going to be no connection and we eat, sleep and breathe that connection. I freaking love what you just said. And I want to, I want to spend another minute on it. And so you said we have the brochure account and then we have the, do I even know that this person does business account, right? So we have these polar extremes of accounts. And a lot of times what happens, and this is something that I hear on every single call, like without fail, um, is, well, how much is too much personal? How much is too much business? Do I need to have a business account and a personal account? Am I supposed to combine them? Like blah, 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 right? It's like the broke. (laughs) And the answer is that you need one account, guys, and it needs to be an account that brings both of those two extremes that Tiffany just talked about together, right? So you want to have your templated branded content that looks really, really clean and really professional and really builds that credibility around who you are. But then more importantly, in my opinion, is the personal side. Who are you and what makes you, you that makes me want to potentially work with you? Because in theory, um, and probably more so in practice, we are more likely to connect with somebody on Instagram based off of a personal photo that somebody posts than we are the business side. Right now, what that means is if I'm scrolling Instagram and I'm looking up something specific, I may find a lifestyle type photo or a camera roll photo that somebody posted. But then when I click over to their Instagram and realize what they do for a living or see their other branded business professional content, all of a sudden I'm a little bit more like, okay, I'm I'm a little more intrigued by the business side of them because I an initial connectivity piece or that initial, Hey, me too piece that makes the business content not fall on deaf ears. But if you're a, a if you're a business account that's just nothing but business, we don't get that. And if you're a personal account that's nothing but personal, we can't we don't even know that you do what you say you do. Absolutely. And I think that that's where um, that's where analytics helps us a lot. And I'm glad that you touched on that earlier of like keeping yourself accountable and watching what your trends do. A lot of times I hear people say like well, my personal content gets all this engagement and the likes are through the roof, but then my business, I get like a couple likes or whatnot, you know, and how often have you and I talked about, we'll put out a piece of value series content, something that really puts us on, you know, and when we, when we say value series that, that really showcases your ability of being the professional in that, you know, in your particular niche, how many saves are you getting? you might get 10 saves and three likes, right? So, but you won't know that unless you're watching those analytics and watching the insights on there as well, you know? So keeping a good balance between the personal versus professional content is, is huge. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I, I want to piggy, 
kind of piggyback and, and merge us into another big conversation because uh, I, I feel like we're trying to rapid fire and get as much into all of y'all's brain as possible. Off we certainly day. are. <laughs> um, but there's one other question that I, when I was writing out some of the questions to go with the questions you had, it was a really relevant thing because I think YouTube and, and I'm pivoting us to this YouTube conversation on purpose, but I think YouTube is a really big platform right now for people who are trying to get more, more so in the video side of things. They're really focused on, okay, well, I know I'm supposed to be doing videos. I'm taking this video course. I'm spending time on recording videos. I hire a videographer. Like it's the same kind of conversation. Right. And so I've had multiple calls in just the last week with people who have said, well, I'm putting a lot of my effort and my time into YouTube. So, you know, can I repurpose them? Because honestly, I don't have the mental space or the time to do both. And so for me, the first thing that I'm like, I think is you're totally missing the point, right? Because you should be able to do both of them at the same time. If you're already making the video content, hello, repurpose it. (laughs) (laughs) All day long. Yeah, for sure. So Talk to me a little bit about on your side, Tiff, because I know you're dealing with all of our VIP clients and the people that, you know, we're kind of building all of their content for them. So when someone says that to you and someone's kind of curious about like, how can I use videos for my YouTube channel? What are we doing? And how do you, how do you, how, how would you kind of coach somebody through that? Um, yeah, it's a great question. And I would probably tell you that I mean, I've got a handful of people just from that one question that that's how we started our conversation around our VIP building, you know, and, and around that personal branding with Instagram is when they tell me I've got this YouTube channel that I'm focusing on, I get excited because I'm just like, well, that just took a whole load off of the content you have to come up with repurpose it just like what you're talking about and the ability that you have to take one video and splice that up into a handful of different reels, turn it into a series instead of just one video on the, or on the YouTube platform. I mean, again, that puts excitement on, on, on me. And then you get to also cross pollinate the two audiences that you have, because certainly if you're focusing any time on your YouTube you should have a call to action that says, Hey, are you following me over on Instagram? Which is a whole nother conversation that we could have in and of itself. Right. But to, to stay in the lane of what we're talking about, repurposing that and turning it into a series, but here's the ticket you guys is when you're turning it into a series over on Instagram and you're repurposing that content, you're also opening up the door to be able to have interaction and have again, that engagement with your target audience instead of just saying like, and subscribe or leave a comment below on a YouTube channel that your connection is not happening over there. Your exposure, maybe that's great, but the connection is what's going to be happening over on the Instagram side of things. And when you're repurposing that, you just, again, unleashed huge potential with connection. A hundred percent, a thousand percent. And I think one of the things that you and I've done really, really well is even our podcast episodes, right? So I record a podcast with somebody on our show, the Coffee and Questions podcast, at least once a week, sometimes more than that. And what I do is I actually repurpose some of that into the content that's on my Instagram. And we actually take a 10 minute clip out of that. And that becomes our YouTube video for the week, right? So not only are we producing content for Instagram, but we're able to repurpose that same piece of content for 
our Instagrams or sorry, our email list, right? So it goes out to our email list every Friday and our new weekly, uh, we don't, I don't want to call it a newsletter because it's definitely way sexier than a newsletter. Um, and then <laughs> our YouTube video um, that we put out. And the thing that's cool about what you also said, and I want to make sure that people hear this is your call to actions are so important. So what's in our newsletter, mm-hmm. email, um, again, I hate that word, but what's in our Friday email that goes out is a call to action to get people back to our Instagram or back to our YouTube, depending on what we're putting in that email. Um, and then our YouTube pushes people back to our Instagram. And then our Instagram pushes people back to the podcast, which on the podcast pushes them back to, you guys get the point, right? So again, you have this kind of epicenter of if you Google Michelle Berman Michael, or if you Google Burma Media PD, or you Google the Instagram power method, we are everywhere, but everywhere you go, it leads back to the same epicenter of who are we and what we do and what our purpose is. So I think that people who are listening to this and are like, well, I don't have time to make content for every single platform. Like, yeah, guys, neither do we, but we still Mm -hmm. show up on every single platform. And it's because we take the work, the way we create content is designed to be able to be spliced into all of those different places that we need it. So hopefully exactly over for sure. Over one piece of content that you just mentioned, you repurposed it five times. I was counting as you went through each platform and you repurposed it five times. So when you're sitting there saying like, I don't want to have to do all of this different content, you know, when we get that feedback, you don't. And even, and that was over one content that was over one video, right? So if you've got a whole YouTube channel, you just, you just queued up months and months of content for five different arenas. Yep. Absolutely. And I think we need to do another episode, Tiff, that you and I come on and we start talking about some other questions that I think are really pertinent around, you know, what emails look like when you're making better content for Instagram and for other social platforms. And that's certainly something that we um, really specialize in doing on our end. And I think that there's a lot of questions around there. Um, And I, I guess my goal would be to make every single person that's listening to this have way, way better email copy, because even just this morning, I somehow I end up on all these people's email lists, but I got a newsletter <laughs> from, from a, a real estate agent and it was so freaking dry. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, oh, we have got to change the dynamic around this, right? Because it's this auto populated from whatever their CRM is that they use. And it just like auto populates all the events coming up. Here's my, the last two listings I had. And then it spits it out with your photo at the mm-hmm. bottom. And I just, yeah. am so I, I'm, I don't want to say disgusted, but like, I'm definitely not thrilled about the way that these emails go out. And I know that even in our course, right, we have since just in the last two, three months, created an entire module around email copy, because that is so important guys. And if you're going to use a video that you put on YouTube, why can't you use that same video in an email that goes out to your email list? Now the, we could talk about, you know, how to make sure, um, you are not sending the wrong people back to your YouTube and all that. But again, that's probably a whole nother 45 minute conversation, but, um, guys, I hope that there was just so much in this and Tiffany and I could literally talk about this all day, every day, because we do. Um, so I am excited that she was here with me and I'm also really looking forward to doing this again. And I think it's going to become a reoccurring thing for us because it is just so important to the two of us that every single day we are changing one of your guys' lives. Who's listening to this, not just personally, but professionally. Um, so if you guys like what you heard, please, uh, leave a comment, leave a review on anywhere you're listening, Spotify, Apple podcasts, anywhere. 
uh, we are everywhere. Um, thankfully that has become a lot easier because of what we've been talking about. So, um, Tiffany, I'm so excited again that you were here with me, but let everybody know how they can get connected to you. Um, if you're listening to this, you're probably already connected to me. Um, but maybe not Tiffany. Yeah, absolutely. It's been so fun and I'm with you. We could talk for hours and I'm excited to do another round with you guys. So I'd love to connect with you guys over on Instagram. My handle is just at Tiffany. Tiffany is spelled a little different. So it's T-I-F-F-A-N-I-E and then dot Janowitz, J-A-N-O-W-I-T-Z. So my first and last name with period in between. So thanks so much for having me today, Michelle. We have fun every day and it's been so fun being on here. And I just want to say like, this dynamic though is even like extra fun. Like we, we never get to do it in this fashion. So I'm just so excited that we got to do it this way for all of our people. Likewise. And again, guys go get connected to Tiffany. She is the VP of all things here with River media PD and the Instagram power method. So, um, if you are part of our program, you know her, if you are not part of our program yet, you will know her. Um, so certainly somebody to, to spend some time around. So Tiff, thanks so much. And guys, we will see you in the next episode of the Coffee and Questions podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow my guests on social media. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving us a review wherever you consume this content.